What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, we'll talk value versus talent. Let's do it. This is the Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player. All right. Special thanks to Sportsbet MVP, one of the best online sports books out there. And guys, we talk about this all the time. You've got to add more sports books if you want to start making more money. It's really the one way in sports betting, like the single way that you can start making money immediately. Other ways to start making money, improve your handicapping, improve your evaluations, improve your money management. But if you want to start making money in the next hour, just get one more out, get two more outs, get three more outs. Now, the reason is if you can shop around, always find the best price for the games you're looking for, that's going to save you money. And I recommend sportsbetmvp.ag. Online sportsbetmvp.ag on Twitter at sportsbet underscore MVP. All right. So on today's show, like I said, we're going to be talking about value versus talent because a lot of people out there are betting based on talent, right? That's all I see pretty much on Twitter. This is a good team and they're playing a bad team. <laughs> you know, that's that's how a lot of handicapping goes in 2020, it seems. And it's so much more nuanced than that if you want to actually make money. Now, let's start off talking about the difference between talent and value. Talent is purely how good a player or team are, right? So talent is just strictly how good is this player? How good is this team? The value is the evaluation of that talent. When you have to quantify what that talent looks like or how good that talent is, then we come up with a value. Anyone knows Aaron Rodgers is good. Everyone knows Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, all these quarterbacks in the NFL are good. But to bet on these quarterbacks any given Sunday, it's not enough to say, well, Patrick Mahomes is good, so I'm betting on the Chiefs. Now, we don't hear this verbatim. There's not a lot of handicappers who say this, but there are a lot of handicappers who handicap like this and then end up painting it a different way. And I'm here to say, you have to start betting based on value if you're going to start making money in betting sports. So the difference between value and talent is minor, right? But talent stands alone. Value is something that can be judged, defined, and quantified. There's, and there's a couple different ways to look at value. There's values in players and values in teams. Values in players, you can find uh, uh, more, uh, more micro bets, more props, more derivatives, things like that. But obviously, the value in players, if you think players are overrated or underrated, that will eventually uh, bleed over to the team ratings. Now, value in players is still important to know. It's not always just betting on the players, what, what they will do. It's how this impacts the team. And we could, again, bring this example back to the Patriots of the last five years. It's not enough to say Tom Brady's good. It's not enough to say the Patriots defense is good or Bill Belichick's good. They have to be valued better than the, than the market's charging them. So if you think the Patriots should be three-point favorites, but the market has them four-point favorites, that's not a bet. It doesn't matter how good Tom Brady or anyone on the Patriots is. A lot of people bet in terms of talent, right? Good team playing a bad team. Oh, this team hasn't won in one week or two weeks. I mean, if I had a nickel... For every time one of these professional bettors on Twitter just took the favorite and rolled with it, whether it's minus one, minus 130, whatever, I would be rich 
because it's easy to pick favorites. We all want to pick the favorites. We all know the favorites have the better chance of winning. But it's not always about picking the better players or the better teams. It's about the value that they are being charged. Let's look at a coin flip. Obviously, coin flips have a 50-50 shot. Now, for my really, really staunch math people out there who want to tell me heads is going to land 50.001% of the time, that's not really what this podcast is about today, okay? Let's assume there's an even exact 50% chance of flipping heads or tails. If you pay me five bucks every time it lands heads, and I pay you five bucks every time it lands tails, that's an even money bet. Our expected value, our expected outcome is to break even. We could sit there and flip coins for 15 years. My expected outcome is to break even because the value is exactly what the expected outcome would be. It's, a, it's an even money bet and the odds are even for both heads or tails. Well, what if you had to pay me $10 every time it hit heads and I had to pay you $5 every time it hit tails? Now I have a massive edge because you're paying me twice the amount of money for something that we have a 50% chance of hitting each. That's exactly how sports betting works. Now I understand that example is extremely elementary, extremely uh, uh, basic, but that's the idea. If the LA Lakers are going to beat the Portland Trailblazers 80% of the time and the market is charging it as if they're only going to win 60% of the time, that is a bet on the Lakers. If the Lakers are going to beat Portland 80% of the time and the market's charging them like they're going to win 85% of the time, that's now value on Portland. See, when you're betting on value, which everyone should, it's not about picking winners. It's really not. That's what everyone wants to do. Everyone always wants to bet the favorites again because they have the better chance of winning. But it's not about the best chance of winning. It's about what is the market charging compared to what it should be. If I played LeBron James in basketball and they charged a thousand to one, I probably wouldn't make that bet, right? I think if LeBron James and I played a thousand times, he probably sweeps me, (laughs) right? He's probably a thousand and oh. But if you give me a billion to one odds and I can play LeBron James, well, the idea is I'm playing him once at a billion to one, but the way we can look at this is if I played him a billion times, would I win one of those games? And I think I could bank in a couple three-pointers and get extremely lucky one game out of a billion, right? And I would take those odds because even though LeBron James is obviously better than I am, right? Obviously, this point of this ridiculous example. We wouldn't always bet on LeBron because it's not based on who's playing who. It's based on what the market is charging those teams to win or lose. So a thousand to one, no one would bet me, right? Even though you win a thousand, you only bet a dollar because that's still not great odds. LeBron James is probably going to kick my ass a thousand times. But now if it's a billion to one and you could bet one dollar to win a billion dollars if I happen to win, that's now a bet on me. Do I win that game? I probably don't win that game ever. You know, maybe one in a billion, maybe two in a billion, something like that. But the point is, if you're getting value, that's what you need to bet, not just who is going to win the game. And this is something that's very, I think this is something that's lost with a lot of sports bettors, is that they don't understand it's not about 
just picking the favorites, just picking the winners. And this is what I think is hysterical. It's all these, I know I'm talking a lot about Twitter today, uh, this week actually, but a lot of these guys on Twitter, they're, they're picking minus 160, minus 150, minus 180 favorites all the time. And then they post that they have a 58% win percentage. It's like, dude, that's a losing win percentage because you're always picking heavy favorites. If you're picking minus 150 favorites all the time, you have to go 60% just to break even. So if you're betting favorites minus 150 and that's your average bet, you better be a 62% better to, to, to profit. So I think it's hysterical, right? And again, this goes back to yesterday's show. The people who really don't know what they're talking about selling picks on Twitter, when you dive into these concepts, you can see, oh my God, they're a bunch of fucking thieves online. And it's the truth. It's not about betting talent, purely how good teams are. Again, if I had a nickel every time I saw on Twitter, hey guys, play of the day or play of the year, seven unit play of the year. It's always a really good team playing a really bad team. Always. It's not about that. It's about the value, what they're being charged, what the talent evaluation is, right? That's a difference. Talent is purely how good these, these guys are, these teams are. The value is the evaluation of the talent. And you, you, you actually can't bet into this unless you can create value for yourself or create lines for yourself. Now, I recommend that you find ways to create lines, you find a good formula online. I think, and, and this has actually just been floated out there. You guys can let me know if you think this is a good idea. Uh, you can reach the show on uh, Twitter at Sharp Angle Pod. Go ahead and give us a follow on there, Sharp Angle Pod. And uh, we're on Facebook as well. So let me know, you know, reach out there. Let me know if you guys think this is a good idea. But I'm thinking about doing like some sort of a... Uh, a mini education, sort of like a class, right? You know, give you guys tools to build formulas, to evaluate games, things like that. I don't know. I've just been talking with a few different people about that. But either way, you have to have a way of evaluating this for yourself. No one can say, I think the LA Lakers are overvalued if you don't have a way of, of coming up with value for yourself, right? You've got to be able to create lines for yourself. And if you can't, Keep listening to the show because we'll give a lot of that info out some of the time. And like I said, I think that this uh, this class may be kind of a cool idea. But it's important to be able to create your own lines because how can you ever know if there's value if you don't know how to distinguish value for yourself, right? It's the same thing buying buying a loaf of bread. You may not have the exact formula that all these you know massive uh, companies across America have to price their bread, but you know going into the grocery store, you'll pay in between what, three and five dollars for a loaf of bread, right? It doesn't take a bread expert to know that a $15 loaf of bread is overpriced or a $1 loaf of bread is underpriced. Now, obviously, there's factors you want to look at. Is that $1 loaf of bread quality? Is it good? What ingredients is it made with, right? That $15 piece of, or a, a loaf of bread, I should stop saying piece of bread, loaf of bread, that $15, what's it made with? Is it going to increase your life expectancy? You know, look at the factors, right? Sometimes maybe that $15 bread, that $15 uh, loaf of bread may be worth it. If there's things that are important to you in terms of health, the nutrients, right? If it's some bread that's going to take a year, you know, and add it to your life, hey, we'll buy the $15 you know, loaf of bread. If there's a $1 loaf of bread that's made with all the same ingredients, you 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 know, it's pretty much the same thing you always buy, it's nutritious, but it's a dollar, there's value on that $1 on, on that $1 loaf of bread. So, again, it's not about 
what you're looking for. It's not about the teams that we're betting. It's about the numbers that they're being charged at. I can't stress this enough. And, 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 and I know it's, it, it's a concept that seems easy, but nobody, nobody listens to it. Nobody takes this into account when they're, when they're betting, when they're giving picks out. And this is not just people on Twitter. This is pretty much everyone who I talk to who's not a professional better. My friends, colleagues, people who contacted the show, people who I do talk to on Twitter. You know, this is everybody. Everyone loves betting the favorites, but it's not about that. It's about determining what should this be charged. I'll give one more example. A lot of examples on today's show, but we do this when we, when we buy cars, right? If a Ford Explorer, if the Kelly Blue Book price on a Ford Explorer is $30,000, you know what buying a favorite is that's heavily priced in sports? That's like paying $100,000 for that Ford Explorer. You're paying more than twice what you should, right? That happens so often in sports. I go on Twitter or whatever. I talk to people and I see, oh, we'll take the, whatever it is, the Vegas Golden Knights minus 220. And it's like, holy shit, the Vegas Golden Knights should be minus 180. Not only are you taking the Vegas Golden Knights undervalued, they're heavily, or excuse me, overvalued. They're heavily overvalued. You're paying so much money. And a lot of people would say, well, Tyler, the Golden Knights are a better team. They're going to win. Well, look what happened game two. It doesn't always come to fruition. And, and by the way, these are real numbers. They were minus 220 in game two, and they should have probably been around minus 190. Okay? So it's easy to pick the favorites. It's something we all like to do because guess what? More times than not, the favorites are going to win. But we're not picking who we think is going to win. We're picking who has the value, right? If there's a team that is going to win based on our projections, 30% of the time, okay? We're, we're, they're, they're going to win 30% of the time, but the market's charging like they're going to win 10% of the time. We bet on the team who we think is going to win 30% of the time. Now, we've done our homework, we've evaluated this, we've capped this, and we've decided the team we want to bet on <laughs> is going to lose 70% of the time. We are betting on a team we think will lose seven out of 10 times. Why? Because when we get paid, it's as if they would have, it's priced as if they should have won one in 10 times. So it's actually a very profitable bet. A lot of people don't understand this, that again, it's not about who's the good team. It's about which team has the best price. We often, on this show, we do it all the time. We give teams out who we think you know what? If I just had to pick the winner, I don't. I wouldn't pick this team. But it's not about that. It's about what the market is charging for them to win. It's easy to pick favorites, but the lines provide us opportunities to make money in the long run. And really, it, for for betters who are just getting going, and for new people in this industry, I know it sounds simple to say look to the favorites, or excuse me, look to the underdogs. But that's what I would do. I mean, for every game, every bet, I would just start leaning and looking towards the underdogs because I promise you, the favorites and the pu or the, the the public and the squares. And those guys who have 20, 30, 40, 50 bucks to spend on some games this weekend, they're all going to take the favorites, which means inherently, based on definition, there's going to be value on the underdogs much more often than there will be 
the favorites. So remember this, bet in terms of value. Don't bet in terms of talent. If you listen to this and incorporate this, you can start making more money immediately. All right, that does it for today's show. Uh, good luck, everyone. So many, it, today is the uh, UEFA Europa League qualification round. So there's like 30, 40 games today, qualifications for Europe. We got basketball if, uh, if they decide to play. Uh, basketball, soccer, hockey, we got everything today. So good luck, everyone. We'll uh, talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle. <laughs>